Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert and on this channel we talk Kanye West and this is some exciting news. News that I have been waiting a long time for and that's that we're going to get a Kanye West documentary. Which, uh, okay, some pros and cons. The con is that it's not a Kanye official documentary that he's putting together and that he's at least at this point attached to. But the pro is that the people that are attached to it have known Kanye for a long time and are longtime Kanye collaborators. So I am excited. That's why it's uh, the documentary 21 years in the making. And you can see it's sold to Netflix for $30 million. So I think this is something that Netflix is pretty uh, invested in. And they've been putting out a number of good documentaries over the last handful of years. You're probably familiar with Tiger King or The Last Dance about Michael Jordan, but there's been a whole slew of other ones that they've done that have gotten a lot of acclaim. So this is something that they have been putting uh, a lot of time and effort into. And when you see some of the other people associated with the project, it's going to be, I don't know, something that gets you excited, I think. And I'm locked out of the article from the time I was writing at Forbes. I got flagged as a like professional accounts so I can no longer just access billboard. So we're going to West Sub ever here and ghost bubbles, uh, hooking it up. And you can see here that it's a multi-part series, uh, featuring never before seen home videos and other rare footage of Kanye West coming to Netflix in 2021, which is crazy. Uh, so sources familiar with the project say that the streaming service has acquired the yet to be titled project from Clarence Cootie Simmons and Shike Oza, more commonly known as Cootie and Shike who directed two of West's first videos, Through the Wire, and the third version of Jesus Walks. They also directed two words, so Billboard, come on. <laughs> um, and then in 2014 interview with Billboard, Simmons said that West asked them to take another crack at interpreting the song because he said the first two versions helmed by other directors don't have the soul and feeling that I want, which we'll get into in a second. One of those sources says Netflix acquired the miniseries for upwards of 30 million. It's expected to debut on the streaming service later this year. Cootie and Shike have since expanded into long form content, directing 20, uh, 2012 ESPN 30 for 30 Benji, uh, about Ben Wilson, who is a promising high school basketball player uh, who ended up being shot uh, and its impact on the Chicago community, as well as a 2019 Netflix documentary about former NBA uh, player Stefan Marbury, Starbury, you know, a <laughs> uh, kid from Coney Island. The duo's creative control company will produce the West docuseries with Time Studios. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, the Emmy-winning film and TV arm of Time, which produced the 2020 documentary John Lewis, Good Trouble, about the late civil rights hero and Georgia congressman and the 2018 Aretha Franklin concert film, Amazing Grace. Yeah, that's uh, some good pairings, right? Cootie and Shike and the history and relationship they have with Kanye, as well as Time Studios and just the expertise that time has at putting together documentaries. Another source says Simmons has been filming West since the 1990s in Chicago, and their relationship will serve as the backbone of the documentary series, which will tell the story of the rapper and producer's rise to success and fame's impact on him, as well as fame's impact on him, as well hip-hop's impact on popular culture, and the world's evolving relationship with celebrity all seem relative to Kanye. <laughs> uh, using never-before-seen footage and home videos, the second source says the series will also deal with the death of West's mother, Donda West, and the impact it had on the rapper, his personal evolution in recent years, his successful move into fashion design, and his unsuccessful run for president in 2020. It's unclear, however, whether the series will also chronicle West's 2021 divorce from Kim Kardashian. So, really a ton of content, right? Uh, looking at starting in the 1990s in Chicago, 
all the way up to present day, or at least the end of 2020, which is quite a lot of coverage to go through. So uh, that's why I'm guessing it's multi-part series, not just one two-hour documentary, but hopefully a full like eight episodes, 10 episodes. Hopefully we get involved, you know. <laughs> uh, while West is not creatively involved in the production, the second source says he essentially has given his support by allowing himself to be filmed by Kudi and Shike for 21 years. Uh, and then his bodyguard has a documentary, but that guy's seems a little sketchy. But uh, let's get to the Wikipedia article here, Kudi and Shike, real fast. So you can see born in 71 and 78, Kanye born in 77. So Kudi was a little older, uh, Shike, uh, more Kanye's age. But Kanye started working with Kudi first, uh, as Kudi was also from Chicago and was entertaining people, started filming, doing docs. And Kanye in the 90s would have been on the come up, right? Being born in 77, he would have turned 20 in 1997. So Kanye was already at that point kind of known in the Chicago music space, going to shows, like trying to produce for other people and just trying to get his glow up. So it seems like he and Cootie uh, crossed paths. But what ended up happening was that Kanye was working with Cootie and Cootie was going to do a documentary about the Chicago kid getting signed by Rockefeller. And they went to MTV and Kanye introduced Kudi and Shike. And Shike was from uh, New Orleans, but also went to the Rhode Island School of Arts, which is arguably the best art school in the country. So, you know, he and Kanye were vibing on that. But he also went to Savannah College of Art and Design, which is one of the best college programs uh, for design and architecture in the country as well. And he went from that to doing graphics at MTV. So Shike was actually working on a TV show called You Heard It First. And Kanye introduced both of them together and was like, hey, promote me, <laughs> like do something for me. And the two of them worked together to cut uh, the Through the Wire video, which ended up getting nominated for Best Video from MTV. It won the Source Award for Best Music Video that year. And the, together, the pair founded uh, the company called Creative Control. But they were already doing some music videos like Jesus Walks Version 3. They did the Two Words video. They did something for Erica Badu. Uh, you can see that they've worked with Christina Aguilera, Most Def, Rick Ross, The Black Keys, Joey Badass, Wale, Gil Scott, Common, and Currency. So yeah, that's a lot of stuff, as well as starting to do uh, 30 for 30s. And then in 2017, they created Excel Origin Series, four short videos featuring founders sharing their origin story. Uh, each video dives into the purpose of their entrepreneurial journey. So you can see they're still kind of in a similar space. Like Kanye has been kind of in the business and tech world the last handful of years. And Kudi and Shike have also kind of pivoted a little more into that realm as well. So uh, it's just kind of interesting to see them coming back together after 20 years and what could unfold. And it seems that Kanye has continued to allow Kudi and Shike to come back and film him and maybe do updates, which is pretty common for filmmakers to do, like uh, Hoop Dreams, one of the most famous documentaries in existence. Uh, I forget the guy's name, James something, uh, ended up going and filming these two Chicago kids who had uh, MBA aspirations over the course of like five or six years and had 300 hours of content and would kind of go each year and spend a couple weeks filming or come back every few months. So often in longer scope and scale documentaries, uh, the documentarians will keep returning to the subject for updates. So 
it's not something I actually heard a lot of in terms of happening. Like I haven't seen a lot of pictures of Kanye and Cootie and Chike over the last few years, right? Or seeing that they're putting out another project. So this comes as a little bit of a surprise. Uh, we've talked on the podcast, specifically in the college dropout episodes about Kanye working with these guys in the music videos and all of that before, but uh, did not expect this. Like with Kanye's had other people film him at points in time and has always had some kind of documentary person with him. Like I'm pretty sure it was Cootie that was around filming when Kanye would like rap lines and then ask Cootie to go and play it back. So then he could hear the lines that he was just rapping and memorize them or make some edits to them and it'd pitch ideas and really using it almost as a journal. And we've heard of Kanye having these documentary people around for every album throughout all his life. Kim has talked about how Kanye always has somebody filming, uh, but it's not always these guys. Like Nico is the one the last few years that most of us are familiar with, but it doesn't seem like this is going to be Nico footage or footage from any of those other filmmakers. So this isn't the personal Kanye archives that we're getting access to finally. That's still uh, a holy grail project at some point, but this still is going to be very interesting, very good. And these were kind of the originals of these home archives that Kanye has continued making to this day. So this was the Through the Wire video that these two initially did. You can see last October, Grammy-nominated producer Kanye West was in a nearly fatal car accident. His jaw was fractured in three places. Two weeks later, he recorded this song with his mouth still wired shut so the world could feel his pain. And it's just kind of very collage right? It feels like a home movie. You have people giving quotes. You have just Kanye out and about in Chicago with his friends, dancing with Donda. Uh, it's really like behind the scenes, Jay-Z. Um, it's cool, right? <laughs> but uh, very different than the standard and typical music video. It feels very grounded, very, uh, I don't know, like something your friend is showing you, which I think fit with Kanye's whole vibe at that point. Like, I'm not on a plateau like these other rappers. I'm just like you, uh, even though he also was saying, I am not like anyone else at all. I am Kanye West. But uh, it had that vibe of really endearing him. And the two words video is very, uh, whatchamacallit, it's similar in that it has that collage feel to it. And you even have this like old footage patina uh, with that, oh, what's it called? That kind of tan halo on things. Oh, really blanking on the word. I can see the filter sepia. That's it. You have that sepia uh, patina over everything and that Kanye image. Uh, so you have this video as well um, that was made. And then the third Jesus Walks is actually my favorite. So the first two are like the epic cinematic videos, right? That have like Kanye in church and the doves being released and the like guys with the cross and uh, the hood and all of the drama and the epic scope and scale. But Jesus Walks Part 3 is just like Kanye getting up and going about his day and Jesus kind of walking beside him throughout the day. And the video is hard to find. It used to be on here. It used to be on Venmo, uh, Daily Motion, and I struggle these days to find it. I was trying to find it just a few months ago because I wanted to rewatch it. But this is the closest that you can really get from it, uh, which may remind some people of the Yeezus tour when Kanye would have Jesus come out. But it was this down to earth, 
uh, sense of Jesus. And it was something that Kanye even talked about in the video that the other ones weren't necessarily the ones that like felt right to him or that thrilled him, but he wanted something that felt a little more like down to earth, uh, something that other people could relate to when they saw. And this was definitely that video. It feels a little more like uh, curb your enthusiasm in terms of just like the handheld camera and being more like a home movie rather than uh, this like high production uh, music video like the other two Jesus Walks were. So you can watch this on the Creative Control YouTube channel uh, if you want to get kind of a behind the scenes look at what was going on in this video. And I'll try and find a link to the actual video and include that if I can. But if you want to know a little bit more about Cootie, like here's his Instagram. If you want to spy a little bit and just see what dude's up to and the work that he's been doing, get a feel for him. Uh, same thing with Chike. And you can see them kind of going on trips, doing their thing. Uh, they're both very happy. It's very funny. <laughs> um, they just seem like they have really good energy. Like even here, just like the first thing that jumps out to you is the good energy that these guys possess. And this is an interview that they did uh, with Sway back in 2015, following uh, their 30 for 30 and another a couple other projects that they were doing. So if you want kind of a, a longer interview with Sway, with Sway talking about how he thinks of these two as little brothers uh, and how that's kind of thrown around a lot in hip hop, people calling someone like big bro or little bro. But to him, these guys really are uh, kind of his little brothers watching the trajectory of their career, uh, saying that they're like, coming up from neophytes, which is neophyte such a great word that you don't hear dropped as much and leave it to sway to drop it uh, so if you want some more information about them and to get another sense not just from instagram but from an interview that they did this is a really great place to start so i think this documentary is in really good hands uh, because i think these two will understand where kanye's come from and have a much better inside look into who kanye is than any of us really could uh and another outsider if netflix just hired a director to cut together footage and rely more on headlines and the critical discussion and pop culture discussion of kanye how much that would miss the mark the fact that this is coming from two guys that have known kanye for decades uh and that can kind of look at him from an inside perspective out and also bring that knowledge to bear on what's relevant from the outside in perspective, I think will be very important and make this a must-see documentary, a must-see Netflix project for 2021. Now I just gotta contact them and see if I can be involved, you know? <laughs> uh, but I guess that, uh, that does it for this video. Uh, a side note, we did co-write, I'll make a whole other video on this. We did co-write the most recent episode or season of Dissect going over Yeezus. So if you like our podcast and you like the Dissect podcast, now you can have the best of both worlds and have us and Dissect's work in one uh, season. So the on-site episode just came out today. I highly recommend you go check that out. And then on our channel, we just released the Gone episode which is really exciting. So if you want to listen to our 2.0 late registration analysis of Gone, you can go to uh, anywhere where you listen to podcasts and give that a listen. So that's it for today. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Cheers.